The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Retroactive Sports Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Lenz, and joining me is... From Parts Unknown. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. From Parts Unknown, from Death Valley, Venice Beach, Chicago, Illinois. I'm trying to think of other people's stuff. Johnny. The Crusher Townsend. I was trying to remember your backyard name. (laughs) Yeah. The man who is here to make a wrestling card and chew bubblegum and is all out of bubblegum. That's right. No more bubblegum to be chewed. So it's time to make a wrestling card of all wrestling cards. This is part two. Yes. Uh, If you listen to the previous episode, Andrew and I had did a draft of two different eras of pro wrestling from the... Attitude Era and the Classic Era. And now we're going to take all these names we're going to make. Each of us is going to try to put on a show with these names. We're going to book the show. We're going to decide who fights who from our cards and just have some fun with it, I think. Yeah. I I had some really good ones, and then I was like, you know what? To look, go looking back at my picks, I think I got a couple I kind of regret, but it is what it is, and I had to go. <laughs> so, without further ado, Johnny, do we want to pick arenas where we're at? Oh, man, I don't know this stuff well enough to say. Um, uh, mine's in the Charlotte gonna... Hornets arena. Okay, I was just going to say. Oh, the Greensboro one. The Greensboro is okay. a big wrestling one. I think yeah. that's the way we should do it, because I was yeah. going to say Madison Square Garden for me. I'm, yeah. from, I'm from the north. Johnny's from Crockett Country, as it's so well yeah known so it's funny that you did say greensboro arena but <laughs> I, my show is getting booked at msg greensboro <laughs> Those are two very different places those are two, but but in pro wrestling they're both very important yeah it's very iconic very yeah. very iconic what's the other one that Cornette talks about all the time in memphis that i don't think exists anymore or the Sportatorium in Dallas. The Sportatorium. It has was, its own t-shirt. Yeah. I found out very depressing because I looked it up one time. Is has been torn down. So yeah. I will never yeah. be able to go to the Sportatorium. Well, you can go to where it was. Yeah. Is that the same though? I mean, it's still hollowed ground to us, right? Yeah. Any place where the Von Erics have been is hollowed ground. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And where Booker T got to start. But Johnny, would you like to go first for your rest? Let's, you want to let's do our. I want to start with the main event, work my way down. Oh, see, I'm going to go the other way then, because that's what we do. We do. Yeah, we do it backwards. Yeah, yeah. All right, I my main event obviously Stone Cold has to be the main event. Okay, you have Stone Cold. You're not going to put him anywhere but the main event. And I have a couple of names that I couldn't put him up against, but. I think the huge matchup here would be Stone Cold versus Macho Man. I would like that. Would that not be great? Just the That's program great... leading up to it would be awesome. The match? The match would be great. The two amazing workers here. 
I, and oh man, see, here's the thing though: who would I have win this? That's the trouble for me. Yeah, I was gonna ask you: Are we picking who's going over? Yeah, see, that's tough. Obviously, they're both going to get their finish off because I have to see that elbow and I have to see that stunner. Uh, if I had to pick one for you, because we'll probably definitely do this because we always like to do this. Um, yeah, I would put Stone Cold over. I think Macho Man would be cool because I've heard, you know, listen to Jim Cornette when he would go to Smoky Mountain and he was like, hey, you're going to put me up against your top heel. Just put let him win over me because I'm not coming back here. Yeah. So. I think Macho Man would be cool because he would understand how big Hogan is. Or no, yeah, sorry, well, Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. Yeah, and he also understands the business. I think yeah. so. Uh, I would. I agree with you. I think Stone Cold's going to win, but it's going to be. But they're going to kick out of each other's finishers once. Does Stone Cold share a beer with Macho Man at the end, or does a million percent pour the beer on him? No, shares it. Shares okay. it. I, okay, I like that one. So I'm going to start from the bottom of my card. Uh, my first match is Adrian Adonis, and I want the not door adorable, just I I want the cool looking Adrian Adonis, you know, New Yorker guy in the in the leather jacket, and he's gonna go up against Triple H. Oh, and I kind of just did this because they were the last two together, and I think it would just kind of be fun because Adrian's a great worker, Triple H is a great worker. I think maybe. Triple H is a little bit better on the mic from what I understand than Adrian, but I think you're going to have one hell of a match and I would put Triple H over on Adrian. Yeah, I can't argue with any of that. That's that's really good. I think I'm going to win you over with my next match, though. Who you got? I'm going to have Sting go 101 with Stang? <laughs> with uh, the man who hates Goldberg Oh, Red Hart in a submission match. I like your stip- loser. Can't do their finisher anymore. <laughs> that would be awesome. Would I not rule? <laughs> oh my goodness. Who would you have go over? And you have to win by submission. Just by submission, or you got to win by sharpshooter or deathlock? Right. That's what I mean. Yeah, okay. by submission. Yeah. Oh my goodness. For those who don't know, they're the same move. They are. The- <laughs> Because I think Bret Hart took the Deathlock from Sting. I I don't remember who did it first out of those two, honestly. But um, two iconic guys. On top of that, I think they seem to have a lot of respect for each other from things I've seen and heard. That's this one will be very tough. Yeah, I'm as in Goldberg <laughs> or Hulk Hogan. He also hates Hulk Hogan, but that's a lot of people apparently. Uh, I here's my reasoning for this. I'm going to give it to Bret Hart going over because Sting still has the the that reverse DDT move he could do. Oh, the Scorpion Death Drop and yeah. the Stinger Splash. Yeah, he still has those iconic moves. Bret was just such a really amazing technical wrestler, but like he's got to have that finish. I think to be Brett, in my opinion. So Brett's going to win, but it's going to be, this is going to be like a hour long match. <laughs> so between these two, of course, being the dork that I am, I did look this up. Uh, Ronnie Garvin and sting were the first, like, oh, okay. Well-known wrestlers to do it. And I guess Pat Patterson, uh, during Brett's singles push at the beginning, 
asked him, he said, asked him if he could do the Scorpion Deathlock. I'm sorry, I had to look that up. All right, so the next match on my card is the Iron Sheik versus Goldberg. Uh, one guy that can't, I, I guess you could say can talk, <laughs> Iron Sheik, but I think this would be great because I think you got like old school Iron Sheik is just so strong. Yeah. And I think that would be great to see. Not like, what was he, Colonel Mustafa or something like that? Right. At one point, like actual Iron Sheik that could move before he was just rampant cocaine and crack abuse. Uh, but I would like to see Goldberg and Iron Sheik. And I'm going to give this one also to the Attitude Era. Goldberg wins. Uh, yeah, I think Goldberg has to win this one. Yeah. All right. Uh, my next one is going to be Mankind Mick Foley taking on Jake the Snake. Ooh. Not only I think this match would be great, but I'm really looking forward to these promos against each other. Yes. And my soul will not let Mick Foley lose this. So Mankind wins it. But uh, it's going to be a great match, too, on top of that, because both these guys are really good wrestlers on top of things. And here's how I think it's going to end, right? Mick Foley wins it. They stand up to shake hands. But Jake the Snake is going to get that DDT in. Oh, man. Yeah. Then the music hits. All right. So my next one is one that many people know, and it's been iconic before, but I don't think it's been done when both of them are in their prime. That is the nature boy, Ric Flair versus the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. And when I envision this, I envision like uh, Shawn Michaels, like champion Shawn Michaels. And like, what is it? The flair for gold, Ric Flair. And this is going to yeah. be some like crazy 60 minute match. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be anything else. Yeah. yeah. And I still love their match when Ric Flair is going to retire. Basically, that's still a great match, but yeah. Well, that's a, who, who's going over on this one. The nature boy. He's just you. too big at that point. And yeah. I would love to see, you know, like this young this young guy who's like the heartbreak hit not saying he's got money or anything but he's gonna get the girls and then rick flair going back at him too you know saying i got the money and i got the girls and everything else and going through like that whole spiel a lot of the stuff i i've kind of come up with promo driven and then also in ring because i'm I, I like a good promo yeah yeah i got i got rick going over hbk i think we're both the same when it comes to promos um all right, speaking of promos, and also I just think that the differences and styles really help each other shine this way. One's an, a definite bad guy, maybe the bad guy, Scott Hall. Ooh. And he's going to take on like one of the most lovable baby faces of all time, and that's the Junkyard Dog. Oh, my goodness. Think of how great and fun this match would be. Uh, Right, because I mean, everybody loves Junkyard Dog, but on top of that, Scott Hall is if you ever actually watch his matches, his sailing is really fun, yeah. And he has 
amazing facial expressions to go along with the, all this stuff. Uh, I and he's got to throw the toothpick at junkyard dog to set him off. And I think he could carry the junkyard dog. Like he could work. I think so too. Regular yeah. old power style and make junkyard dog look really, really good. I agree. I agree. And he's going to cheat a lot, of course, because he's Scott Hall. Yeah. Oh, my problem is I love the, the Outsiders Edge is one of my favorite finishers of all time, but I don't think I can have him win over Junkyard Dog. So yeah. I want to have the dog win, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be a close one due to some shenanigans <laughs> with the thump. All right, my next one is I think you're going to really enjoy this one. Chris Jericho versus Rowdy Roddy Piper. Imagine the promos. I'm already on board for that. Yep. Plus the in-ring stuff that would go on in every in every way. Uh in man. Wow, who would I pick to go over? I never thought about this until now. I'd probably pick Piper. I'd pick Piper. Here's the thing about both of these guys in the prime too. A loss doesn't hurt them because no. they can get all their heat back. No. I think Jericho is a better can be a better kind of baby face if I wanted to go yep. that way. Then Piper Piper is a much better heel. Even yep. though I love classic WCW Jericho. But I yeah. like it. I like it. All right. Man. I'm going to go with my next one's going to be the big sexy himself, Kevin Nash, a.k.a. Super Shredder. Yep. Going up against. I just think it's going to be so fun because, again, Kevin Nash is really good at his facial expressions and selling and stuff like that. If it goes up with somebody who's just so weird and out of the box, like George's Animal Steel. Like I'm just picturing, I could see. Oh, that would be great just to watch. Like, his ha- yeah, yeah. Like, how's he going to react when he sees you know George just start eating a turnbuckle? You know, and Kevin Ash is going over on this though. He does get the win here. Yeah, I think there's no way that you don't. Is it is it going to be like a squash in a way? Like George just starts like eating the turnbuckle, and then he just walks over and gives him the kick and jackknife done. I'm going to give. Uh, George just a little bit of offense here, just uh, but he's always going to be playing from down, from being down. That okay. makes sense. Uh, but it, but it's not going to be more than a five minute match because I don't. I think you go past that, then you're kind of hurting Kevin Ash a little bit. And I like Kevin Ash, but you know, my next one is Mister Perfect versus Mister Monday Night Rod Van Dam. Uh, oh, this one is just one. straight. In ring, you got Rob Van Dam, who's very, very athletic, very flexible. Then you got Mr. Perfect, where he is perfect. I did not appreciate him as a child, which I should have. But once again, I didn't know the business like I do now, and none of that stuff was out. In this one, just because I love the move and I appreciate it so much now, I'm going to go with Mr. Perfect over RVD. I love that perfect plex. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm so, I gotta see the perfect plex. Yeah. Sorry. It's bro. it's probably one of the great, in my opinion, one of the best uh pinning moves. Oh it didn't he do it to the giant? 
I believe so. Yeah, he's done. To, he did it to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go. Perfect plex or go. I, I would. I'd agree with that a million percent. All right, for my next match, it's gotta be, it's gotta be Kane, of course. And I want to see him go one on one against the, the white meat. <laughs> I don't have them. I'm sorry, from. wrestling reference. <laughs> go one on one with the white meat babyface. Uh, the the pilot of the Lex Express going Kane versus Lex Luger here for this one. I got to hear that. Le- Luger is another one of those guys. Like when I was a kid, I was like, I don't care for this guy. But as I got older and I was like, this guy's great. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how I started. He was one of those for me. So, um, and the one, and speaking of getting people in their finishers, that's one of the fun things about Lex. And can he get this guy up in the torture rack? You know? Yeah. And that's going to be what's going to go on here. Can he get Kane up in the torture rack before Kane tombstones him? That's going to be the, the thing here. And one of the, uh, one of the storylines leading up to this is guess what? Somebody mysteriously burnt down the Lex express. Oh, I get, I like, <laughs> I like that. Now, I am totally fine with either one of these guys winning this match. Mm-hmm. I want to say that Kane wins due to a little bit of earned interference from Oh yeah, you Paul got, Bearer. We got our managers. So, yeah. I forgot to mention that. So, for mine, for every attitude era comes out, they're coming out with Paul Heyman. And for my golden era, because I stole them from Johnny, I got the brain, Bobby Heenan, for my golden yeah. era, guys. And I have Paul Bearer for the attitude and Captain Lou Albano for the golden era. Uh, so for my next match is my first tag team match. And it is going to be Loverboy Dennis and beautiful Bobby Eaton. Going up against my favorite tag team of all time, the road dog Jesse James, the badass Billy Gunn, the new age outlaws. I think this would be a great match, even though I don't have Court Fournette as a manager. I still got the brain. Yeah. And I got Heyman with the outlaws, where the attitudes kind of mix with each other there. And so I think that would be great talking wise and everything else. And not so much with Road Dog, but I think Bobby Eaton would do pretty damn good with Billy Gunn. And Bobby Eaton is very, very underrated. You sent me that clip reel of him. Yes. He, good God, he could go, right? Yes. R.I.P. Bobby Eaton. Criminally underrated. Super. Super underrated. One of the nicest guys in wrestling, too. Uh... Who do I got going over? I'll man, could you imagine just promos between Heenan and Heyman? I was just thinking about that too. Uh I'm gonna put the express over. Oh, I like this. I'm gonna put the express over because you know why? Because it's kind of tie. But I know I got like Paulie dangerously, Paul Heyman over there. But the brain always finds a way to win. 
So I'm going to go the midnight. I like this a lot. And I think I'm... if there was Cornette would approve of the brain being the manager over him. I think so too. Yeah. I'm going to do my tag match next too. So I'm going to get, I, this is just, just the match that we're going to get here. I think is going to be insane because we're going to get the brain busters taking on the Hardy boys. We have like the ultimate bad guy tag team against the ultimate good guy tag team here. And just think of all the, all the ways that the brain busters are going to try to cheat to win this. And then the Hardy boys are going to be constantly fighting out of that and trying to overcome it. It's going to be amazing. In my opinion, it's going to be some really great in-ring storytelling going on here in this match. That's so like different of styles too. That's why I think it's going to work because I also think all four of these guys with their different styles can sort of work with each other when it comes to their different types of styles. And we're going to get all the hits if here Aaron too, of course. Get it high enough, get that nice right through a table, that spine buster or yep. ladder. Oh. So I'm thinking Arn's going to put like Matt through the table with a top uh, top rope spine buster. <laughs> <laughs> Something I'm sure he never did, but uh, I would love to see it. Um, I genuinely love both these tag teams. So I, I'm not mad at whoever wins here, but Arn Anderson is another one, one of those guys who's like my heart and soul. So I got to have the Brainbusters going over here. Uh, my next one is my other tag team, and it's going to be the Road Warriors, Hawking Animal, going up against the Dudley Boys. Bubble, oh, that's a fascinating bubble rain. clash there. Yeah. This is the whole reason why I drafted these two was because I <laughs> want to see them go up against. Because when you talk about the greatest tag teams of all time, a lot of people bring up these two names. Because the Dudley Boys have won multiple, multiple tag titles. The Road Warriors were huge. Uh, but I think that would be fun, just them just dominating each other. And this is yeah. like, 1980s road warriors not legion of doom or anything like that this is but i think at the in the end devon gets a doomsday device through a table and the road warriors win don't testify yeah yeah Yeah, i like that sorry devon i'm about to have some fire matches on my show here because next i'm going to have latino heat himself Eddie Guerrero taking on Owen Hart. Wow. Think about how great that match is going to be. Just on paper, that sounds incredible. Wow. That's going to, in my opinion, that's going to be one of those, I don't care who you are, it's a five-star match. (laughs) Unless you're Dave Meltzer. I don't care who you are. Four and three quarters, which, which is-, is the same as a five star. <laughs> then just give it five stars, Dave. <laughs> that would be one of the greatest interviews ever. I felt like I was talking to one of my kids. If you yeah. know what we're talking about, check out Dave Belser talking to Chris Van Vliet. Yes. Uh, if you ever but, want to be confused at how somebody thinks, then that's yes. a great thing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
So who, oh, I didn't say who I'd have go oh, over. Oh, because like, oh, who do you have go over? Oh I man, I would be like, I think this is one of those matches. I think there'd be such huge respect between these two. It would be like just you take it. No, you take. It's it. sort of like when you know you're in a fresh relationship. You're like, no, you hang up. No, you hang yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way. I think that's the way it would be. Or, or it would be one of those things where finally they're like, let's just feel the crowd and see where it's going. Yes, I think that too. Um, my one of my all time favorite finishes though is when Eddie would do the fake chair shot thing. Oh, where he yeah. would smack the chair against the ground, throw it to the guy, and fall to the ground. And I think that's how this is going to end. <laughs> I would like to see him and Owen do like a hot potato with the chair. I love this. They try to do it to each other. Yes, yeah. perfect. Because if you're going like Owen, it's almost you could almost kind of put him the. Black. Yeah, I love I love this. Yes, I'm with it. Yeah. Uh, so. This one I thought of, and I think I got a great angle here. I got the American Dream, Death of the Roads, going up against The Rock. And what this is. Oh, my God. I'm just automatically thinking about the promos. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But you have Hollywood. You have, you know, The Rock, this peak physical athlete, works out every day. And then you just got the common man. The, I love everything the son about of this. a plumber. <laughs> you know, like in that promo, my belly's a little bit too big, my hiney may be a little bit too big, but I'm bad, brother. And I think that would be great with the promo and them two working with each other in the ring. Like just that I just want to see The Rock take that what he will do when he gets bionic elbowed. I just can't wait to see how he sells it. Oh, he'd sell it great. I know. He's gonna fly back three hundred feet. <laughs> oh, or Dusty getting like a people's elbow or anything or his face getting a rock bottom i think yeah this, yeah that would be great who's but, winning this i'm gonna give it to the rock in like a close one yeah i'm still gonna give it to the rock because i think dusty would be like yeah you know you you beat me this time but i gave it to you and i think the rock may the rock may bleed rock may bleed I don't know if we've ever seen The Rock bleed, but I think Dusty's going to talk him into bleeding. I think there'll be mutual respect shown after this, too, in my yes. opinion. <clears throat> That's another great match. We're we're having some bangers of shows, I think. Yes. Yeah. Because next, I'm going to have Rey Mysterio, one of the best cruiserweights of all time, one of the best little guys in wrestling ever going up against one of the most underrated and incredibly gifted and athletic big guys, Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh, man. I love when Ray faces, like, the big guys. Yes, and this is a big guy who can move. I'm talking, again, we're booking this as in these, all these guys are at their peak. So just imagine, like, Ray tries to do a Hurricanrama, but Bam Bam just cartwheels out of it. You know, just how cool would this be going back and forth We're with this start wheel with them on there? Oh, yes. Oh, man. I'm pretty sure Ray's, I, no offense to Ray Mysterio, but I think he's small enough where he, Bam Bam, because Bam Bam was big, wasn't he? Yeah, Bam Bam was a huge guy. Uh, tall, too, on top of that. But, and just think of how they're both going to look. They're both kind of known for iconic looks, right? Ray always would have like an iconic costume, so I can't wait. I couldn't wait to see what he would come up with here. And then you got that going against with Bam Bam's very iconic look. Comes out with like an Iceman type driven uniform. Like yeah, going against the fire guy. Yeah, 
I think. Yeah, that... I love this. Yeah, and I think I gotta I gotta keep the crowd happy and have Rey Mysterio win here. And I I think Bam Bam would be fine with that. I think he would too. Uh, next one for me is this is just a dream mashup, even for the first guy I'm gonna say. It's the Undertaker versus Andre the Giant. Oh man, you could end your show with that. <laughs> I got a great ending version. I know, but Undertaker versus Andre would be amazing because at this point, Undertaker's losing. It's not like when he first came in and he was supposed to be like impervious to pain or anything like that. But to have them still be able to kind of move, like I'm looking at this Undertaker to still kind of be able to move, maybe do like the catwalk thing, walking the rope. In the end, because it's golden era Andre, Andre wins. Andre takes down the Undertaker. Wow. Because I like this. In the end, nobody beats Andre. Nope. No, nobody beats Andre. And I, I love this. And I think Mr. Calloway would, would lay down for Andre. I, uh, without uh, yeah. a doubt. I don't even think it'd be an argument. <laughs> All right, so I open a match to get these people off their feet from the get-go. I'm going to have two guys, one of them being Billy Kidman, who we all know can get around, can move, can high fly, really get people excited. You can cure going against what? You can cure an itch. That's right. He sure can. He can go itching for a year and then just stop. It's magical. And land Tory Wilson. That's all he had to do was stop itching and look what happened. Uh, (laughs) Or was he itching because of Tori Wilson? Oh, that was bad. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Previous statement is uh, not my view, just FYI. (laughs) But as your friend, I'm really proud of you for that joke. Uh, I want to have him take on a very beloved character. So much so that he was even a G.I. Joe. I'm going to have Billy Kidman and Sergeant Slaughter open up my show. And Sergeant Slaughter is going to win. And you know how he's going to win? He's going to try to powerbomb Kidman. And he fails because you can't powerbomb Kidman. And Kidman's going to go up on the top rope like he's going to do his shooting star. And he tries it. But guess what? Slaughter moves, rolls out of the way. Kidman hits the ground so hard he pops up. Sergeant Slaughter pops up. Sleeper, good night. End of the match. Sergeant Slaughter is going to win this match, I believe. And America is going to be so happy. The Cobra Clutch. That's right. Cobra Clutch is going to win the day. I think this is going to be a great way to open up my show. Funny he never renamed it from like the G.I. Joe thing. Now that- I know. <laughs> Should I feel like G.I. Joe Clutch? <laughs> yeah. The Joe submission or something like that. Yeah. Uh, So my final match. Now, it, it's got to be Hulk Hogan because I do have Hulk Hogan. And this is babyface Hulk Hogan. And this is going up against heel Kurt Angle. Now, listen oh. to what I was thinking here. Okay. This is... A real American match. Who is the more real American as Kurt Angle questions Hulk Hogan? I'm oh, kind of, I won 
an Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking net. I just ooze America. You are just some guy. You've done nothing for America. You've never served your country. You've never, you know, done, you've gone into the Olympics. What have you done for America? I put my health on the line for America. And he questions Hulk Hogan's just love for America because it's the 80s. And he's, yeah. Hulk Hogan's the real American. And he just questions everything about Hulk Hogan. And it is just that pure heel Kurt Angle. I think one of the program, one of the shows leading up to this, he should come out to Hulk Hogan's theme music. Yeah. Like, I am a real uh, man. And then he just, then Hulk Hogan, and then uh, Hulk Hogan's not there, and the crowd gets mad because it's Kurt Angle. And then the music just record scratch and it turns to the Kurt Angle theme. And he's, he's got to rip the shirt and reveal that singlet. Yeah. Yeah. Holding up the medals, wearing a shirt that says Angle Rules. You know, he just questions like, you you think you're American? I wear an American flag on my singlet. I wear American colors. You wear yellow, red and yellow and everything else. And he just questions them at every step of the way. We got some really fun programs here. <laughs> but in the end, because I'm going to do it for the Hulkster, the Hulk goes over. Hulk proves on how much of American he is. Yeah. And he goes over. Yes. I like this, and uh, Kurt Angle can have a good match with anybody. Oh, could you? Yeah, so I'm all, I'm all for this. I like this a lot. I um, think any of your last two matches could have been your main event, honestly. I want like Kurt Angle to kind of control the match. Yeah. And then he goes for like the angle slam, and he's yes. like, done. He's done. He's like yelling, he's done. He goes for it, but that when he hits it, that's when Hulk Hogan hulks up. <laughs> That's when he hulks up. Yeah. Over the match. Yeah. Love it. I love it. Well, we've done it, Andrew. If you're listening to this, who do you think has the better show? I honestly think I, you can't go wrong with either one. I don't think you can go wrong. <laughs> I want to see Eddie at Owen so badly right now. <laughs> I know. I'm so, <laughs> That's the one I got the most excited about. <laughs> I think that's your hidden gem match. Like I do too. Like that one on the mid card where you're like, oh, okay, well, I want to see the main event. And all of a sudden, you're like, well, I think- yeah, I might as well make it for the IC title, to be honest. Yeah. That's how good of a match this will be. Yeah. I would really, really like to see that. Yeah, I'm very, I think I got a lot of little hidden gems like that. But uh, very excited for either one of these. I think watching either one of these shows would be just a great time, honestly. Just watching it with your buddies, getting some friends together, eating pizza, watching an awesome wrestling pay-per-view. Yeah, and if you want to leave your thoughts on anyone, you know, send us a message, uh, leave us a review on it or anything like that. Let us know how you feel. Now, as long as you're respectful, that's all we ask. Yes. <laughs> Open opinion and respectful. Yeah, you can 100% disagree with us, but you don't have to be a jerk about it. <laughs> no, like when I put up a post about baseball and people just comment, baseball is lame. You could have kept on scrolling. Yeah. You don't have to. Well, you know, that's how it is today, though. People are more likely to comment on stuff they don't like instead of commenting on stuff they do. Yes. Which makes no sense to me, but that's how people are in general. Some people got to do something. Marty Gennetti. Yeah. Um, oh, you, you haven't watched that dark side, have you? No, but I've listened to Cornette review it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to realize some <laughs> fun, interesting things. Yeah. I already knew he was. Uh, 
a character is, I say. Yeah. Yeah, he's very has a very interesting take on himself. Get to see a lot of Ale Snow. Get to see a lot of Ale Snow. That's, That's what really kind of fascinated me about that. Yeah, you get to see Ale Snow. So that was made it worth it right there. Yeah. Yeah, I do love Ale Snow. Yeah. And I agree with him about Beefcake's wife. Like, I've never heard of her or seen her before. And then all of a sudden, she's like there for this one. That, yeah, he did talk about that a lot. I, yeah. I don't, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But you would think like Cornette, especially, is just hardcore intertwined mm-hmm. in wrestling that he would have at least, even if he didn't know her, at least be aware of her. Yeah. I, I had no idea about her. But it was kind of interesting. But that is it. So check us out. Facebook. Going to start YouTubing back again with the Tecmo Super Bowl season. Uh, Johnny and I got some other stuff planned for that as well. And with that being said, um, Monday Night Raw. See you next week. Oh, we got to go. That's what it is. I want to do my. We're out of time. We're out of time. We got to go. (laughs) 